Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, Support in Life's Hard Battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. Then the tabernacle, carried by the Levites, will set out from the middle of the camp. All the tribes are to travel in the same order that they camp, each in position under the appropriate family banner. Numbers 2.17 From the New Living Translation As I was listening to my phone read Numbers 2 to me this morning, a phrase grabbed my attention. Each in position under the appropriate family banner. I kept listening as God described to the Israelites how they were to set up camp and march when they moved to a new place. There was a specific order and assigned place in regards to the tabernacle and in the procession. Verse 32 tells us that there were 603,550 men, plus their families. That's a lot of people. I don't know if you've ever traveled with your family, maybe a couple of families or a group. It can get a bit hectic. When faced with potential chaos, God designed an order. This reminds me of creation, how God took the formless and empty chaos and designed light, land, and vegetation suitable to sustain human inhabitants. Here, he's doing it again. He created an order, a way for the families and clans to live. In camp, the layout looks like an X or a cross with the tabernacle in the middle and with the tribe of Judah leading. And once they reach the promised land, they will each have a designated location as well. Let's take a minute to think about this. Let's say we're a family in a tribe. Who are our neighbors? Who do our kids play with? Who do we hang out with? Who do the men work with? God is not just giving them order. He's creating community. It's not just that they share an ancestor. It's that they share a life. Now, as we are transported back to present day, who is our community? 
Who do we do life with? Where do our kids play? Who do you call with good news? Or when your life is derailed? Who helps you and supports you? Who is there when you need them? And nowadays, your neighbor doesn't have to live next door. They may not live in the same town or the same state or even the same country. We have ways to connect and stay close with people that are not in close proximity to our physical location. But back then, they didn't. God designed camp to create communities. Jesus also created his own community. He called his disciples to him and that he shared life with them. He actually had an inner circle, three closest friends, then a bigger circle, the 12. Then he had those he loved, but who weren't always near him, like Lazarus, Martha, and Mary. Jesus didn't call people close to him based on ancestry. His brothers and cousins weren't the ones closest to him. He chose who would make up his community. And we can do the same. The family you were born into isn't necessarily your community, but they could be part of it. Your community is who you do life with. Who are your inner circle people? Who are your dozen or so that live near you in a consistent way? And who are those you love when you get together, you pick up right where you left off? These circles of community are also fluid. People can flow between levels of nearness. As we grow and journey through life, our communities shift. Each clan and family set up camp and marched under their banners exactly as the Lord had instructed them. Numbers 2.34 God has designed our camps as well. God blesses us with people with whom we can journey onward. We may not have clear distinctions or a flag to wave, but we do have others to stand shoulder to shoulder with as we face the unknown future together. And for this, I'm so very grateful. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, creator and sustainer of life. Thank you for creating a place for us to live physically, but also socially. Thank you for designing our communities uniquely suited for where we are camped right now and where we're headed. Thank you for our families that we were born into. And thank you for the families you have invited us into. 
Thank you for our position in our uniquely appropriate place. And when we find ourselves seeking help and support during this leg of our journeys, remind us that your presence is right here at the center of it all. And you are what we need most wherever we are. Thank you for those willing to stand with us as we fight our battles. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious and I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast and it has helped you in any way, please tell a friend so it may bless them as well. You can find links in the show notes to connect with me on Instagram or through my website and even subscribe to my email list. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.